0: Good afternoon, evening. Welcome to the Royal Deluxe podcast. Here's your post-game recap for April 11th, 2022. The Kansas City Royals were defeated by the Cleveland Guardians by a score of 7 to 10. The Kansas City Royals fall to a record of 2 and 2, while the Cleveland Guardians improve their record to 2 and 2. Winning pitcher of this match is Logan Allen of the Guardians with a zero e r a his record is now one and o on the season, and the losing pitcher for the season, Jake Brentz of the Royals with an O and one record now with a ten point eight zero e r a so ten to seven very high scoring game from both sides um This game wasn't as bad as you might think, though, at least not in my opinion. I kind of said yesterday, you know, in the wake of that just horrifying atrocity that we saw on the mound, I just kind of said randomly, I'll take five innings, five runs, because at least, you know, you're kind of doing something. It's not like you're just constantly failing, right? And that's kind of in a way what I got today. Carlos Hernandez was our starter. He pitched 4.1 innings and gave up 4 runs. 6 hits, 2 walks, 1 strikeout and one home run. Right? Not a good not a good line. I'm not saying this is great, but there was redemption in it. He, you know, like I said, he he pitched a few innings, I and I feel like he only got taken out in the fifth inning because we, we had a we had a short spring training. No one is pitching more than seventy pitches right now. No one is throwing that much. No one is pitching past the fifth or the, maybe the sixth. So, if if Carlos were able to pitch another inning, maybe two, I think this could have actually been you know just just like a mediocre start i mean maybe not you know obviously not a good start right but just the fact that we had such a short spring his his outing had to end early no matter what even if it was a good outing so i'm not like coming away from this being super upset with carlos i think that you know he the the one thing that concerns me is that he didn't get strikeouts which Last year was something he was able to do a lot more effectively. I mean, he's not like an amazing strikeout pitcher or anything. You know, he he averages eight strikeouts per (laughs) per nine. You know, he's not he's not mowing guys down. But you know, he wasn't missing bats a ton. But that's not necessarily a thing you need to do with the Royals. And I think that he started to see this himself, because the first inning he had was awful it was pretty awful and i think that it's starting to become clear i think that the royals it's like they're afraid of pitching in the zone it's like it's like they're not pitching outside of the zone because they can't locate it's just kind of like they're trying to get batters to chase and it's not working or something like that i don't i don't know what exactly it is like i don't I can't look at the game that closely, you know. I kind of have to rely on some other people to tell me things to understand things a little bit better. But just the fact that it's so common for the Royals to start so bad, like the like for the pitching to just be so bad in the first inning, because that was a very common issue last year. First inning, horrible, just just horrible. Like like every game, it's like we're going into every game down three to nothing. This case, it was two to nothing. So I guess it's an improvement, (laughs) but you know, it's like they're walking guys. They're giving up hits everywhere. It's just not working. However, this Royals team, this roster has an insane defense. I'm calling it. I, I called it the invincible defense. I mean, it really is. Like, it's so, it's so weird that the Royals would just be trying to pitch around so commonly. And I think this is, you know, why you see Zach Greinke pitch so well. You see Brad Keller pitch so well because they're actually pitching in the zone. They're They're telling batters, yeah, hit this. Put the bat on it because it's going to go to a fielder and they'll throw you out. They'll take care of it. You know? I think that's what makes those guys so good and why everyone else is just failing. Because there was a bit of a turning point for Carlos. And then it got a l- away from him a little bit. He had two, he had two runs in the first and then two runs in the fourth, right? So scoreless second, scoreless third. And those scoreless innings actually started in the first inning <laughs> in a way. Okay. Here, here's kind of how it went. Carlos. Loads the bases, gives up two runs, still has the bases loaded. But then, actually it was one nothing. But then, someone scorches a grounder up the middle. Mondesi just teleports to it and gets a double play. It scores a run, but it's a double play. And then the same thing happens again, but it's Bobby Wood Jr. who, f- who fields it and throws out the runner. And that ends the first inning. It's like suddenly when you you put the ball in play things good things are happening because our defense is just that good. It's just unstoppable. You know? And I feel like those plays in the first inning really helped change Carlos's approach, kind of gave him the confidence to like you know, maybe not you know be afraid of going after hitters, not tiptoeing around them so much. I think that's kind of what ha- what happened with him. Now, fourth inning, makes some more mistakes. It's fine, and then fifth inning, he, he's he, he's pitching. Um, I, I, I he might have gotten someone on base, but that's fine because it was a scoreless fifth. And at the end of the day, but you know, he didn't get to pitch the entire inning because he approached seventy pitches. Have to take him out. Hasn't been stretched out so far. It's Just what's happening with everybody. So all in all, I think that there was some Some good in Carlos's start I'm not sounding the alarm on him right now, especially because he he was really really good last year i'm I'm confident that he can get it together, and I feel like you know this organization like it just really needs to embrace this defense that we have because seriously we we should not be taking for granted that we we might genuinely have the best defense in baseball. Just – just I mean, mean, maybe even one of the best defenses of all time. I mean, like I said – like I've said before, we have like eight out of nine – I mean, seemingly every position has gold glove potential. If we get Nick Prado at first base – because Whit Merrifield could probably win a gold glove in right field. And you know what? I'm going to say this. um, I've been wrong about Montesy. I've been saying like, yeah, I don't like Mondesi at shortstop because Nicky Lopez is a gold glove shortstop. Modesty's been freaking awesome at shortstop so far. Like, I mean, maybe his hitting could be better, like, like usual, even though he did get a hit today, so that's cool. But Modesty has been putting on a clinic at, at, at shortstop. Like, yeah, man. He's good there. I, this is, this is really working for us. At least, at least this, this alignment is. I like it. I like what's going on with this defense. Then you got you know everyone else. Bobby Wood Jr. could win a Gold Glove at third base. It's just it's. I mean, you around the field, it's everyone. Ben you, Gold Glove winner. Michael A. Taylor, Gold Glove winner. Whit Merrifield, right field. Yeah, probably. Why not? Bobby Wood Jr. Gold Glove nomination, probably. Mondesi, Gold Glove nomination, probably. Even if not, even if not, they're still plus defenders. Whatever. Nicky Lopez should win a Gold Glove at second base. Should win a Gold Glove at shortstop. Nick Prado, gold glove at first base. Probably, if we ever get to see him. And then Salvi, gold glove at shortstop. Uh, yeah, Salvador Perez, gold, short, gold glove shortstop at catcher. You know, it's just, what What do you do about that? Why Why are we so afraid of pitching to hitters? Just, just throw the ball in the zone. Just let them hit it. Just don't make it, just don't let them hit it easily, obviously. Don't let them hit home runs, obviously. But why not? Why? Why not? This is just insane. So, you know, it was okay. It was. It was. It was up, very up and down for Los. Then we went to the bullpen, saw a lot of guys out of the bullpen. Um, Colin Snyder finished the fifth inning, did a great job. Really liked it. What? I, what we saw from him, Dylan Coleman. Oh my. God, this guy is gonna be good. Dylan Coleman is Dylan, Dylan Coleman I already really, really like. This guy's fantastic. Just just an absolute flamethrower. Strikeout machine. I he he's gonna be. He's gonna be really, really good for us. I think we're gonna be really happy to have him this year. Jake Brent was the losing pitcher. He did not have a good outing, unfortunately, and I like Jake Brent a lot. But so far he's been Yeah, he hasn't really gotten it this season. Did get a strikeout and got a second out. But gave up a walk and a hit, which turned into two runs. Kind of broke the tie that we had going there. Because we were down... We were down... We were down four to one. Ended up tying it. But, yeah, gave it back to them, unfortunately. Josh Stalmont... Didn't have a good outing, unfortunately. Also gave up a walk, gave up a couple of hits actually. Uh, so that turned into another two runs. Scott Barlow, you know he he, he tried to he tried to rescue Josh Stamont. but I'm I'm remembering it now. I'm remembering clearly just exactly what happened. You know what happened? Stephen Kwan happened. <laughs> we had the bases loaded for Stephen Kwan, and you know what? <laughs> Maybe the maybe the Barry Bonds base's load of walk would have saved us. Maybe that would have been a better outcome. Maybe we would have won the game if we just gave up one run in that situation as opposed to three. Freaking Stephen Kwan, dude. This guy, I'm hoping that he's just having this absolutely obscene start on the likes of, like, Akeel Badu... Or Yerman Mercedes or whatever that guy's name was last year. Those two guys who just had these insane starts. Although Akil Badu actually can stay on the major league roster consistently. I mean, obviously it's not very sustainable for someone to hit be hitting 700, but I mean, this guy, this guy hasn't, this guy hasn't struck out. He hasn't swung and missed at a single pitch and and they were saying this was happening in spring training as well this guy didn't strike out a single time in spring training you know and it's i mean obviously you know it'll happen someday but it's, it's like you look at it you look you look at his minor league numbers and they weren't even that bad he he didn't strike out much in the minor league like less than ten percent of the time this guy has just mastered his craft i suppose just all of a sudden just like, it's honestly, it's it's like, it's just like one of those things where you just have to, you just look at it and you're just like, all right, man, just, 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 just leave me alone. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about Stephen Kwan. He doesn't, he, he makes me uncomfortable. I'm calling the cops. He's harassing me. Yes, officer, this man here, he will, he won't leave me alone. I just, keep, He just, he's just, he's just always there doing something. It's really bothering me. I'm having I have nightmares about it. Honestly, I have nightmares. I have anxiety about it now. I dread the day where we have to face the Cleveland Guardians again because then we're going to have to see this dude again, freaking Quan Soto right here. Soto wishes he had a start like this to any season or had a series like this at any point. Oh my god, dude! It's freaking annoying. (laughs) It's really annoying. I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is. Um, the offense actually kind of came to life a little bit today. At first, it was look, looking a little slow, got a couple of scoreless innings. We had a basis loaded opportunity, turned into pretty much nothing. However, Aaron Savali of the Guardians did not have it today. He was just struggling all over. So I was, you know, really hoping we could eventually capitalize on that. And we did, got a a couple of runs off of him, ended up making it a close game. You know, bullpen blew it, unfortunately. But even then, in the ninth inning, the final inning, Andrew Bentendi kind of ended the game on a positive note by hitting a two-run home run. Two runs because Bobby Witt Jr. drew a walk. Which also ended his day on a positive note after he struck out three times. Which, yeah, it's not good. Unfortunately, Witt Jr. is very he's very trigger happy right now. Very 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 trigger happy. I think he's just excited to be in the majors. Honestly, you know maybe, maybe I mean some you might you might even call it nerves. It's honestly for me it's like the the opposite of nerves. I think he's just excited and happy to be here, and he's just you know maybe maybe the first thing that happened um you know for first day hits hits a game winning double, you know, <laughs> got to his head a little bit now he's trying to do that every at bat, trying to make something special happen all the time, right, Live up to the hype of being the number one prospect too bad it doesn't matter because actually Stephen Kwan was the number one prospect in baseball. We just didn't realize it at the time, but Yeah, he struck out a couple times. Um, His approach hasn't been good so far, but I'm not ready to – I'm not ready to concede that something needs to be done. I'm seeing some people argue about moving him down the lineup. And, you know, I could see moving him down to like fifth or so. Maybe swapping places with Santana, although maybe Santana should move down the lineup as well. I don't, I don't know what to do, honestly. Maybe, maybe, yeah, have him, um, yeah, okay. How about move Santana to fifth? And then how about this? Merrifield first. Lopez second. Benintendi third. Perez fourth. I like those two there. Witt Jr. fifth. Santana sixth. Dozier 7th, Mondesi 8th. Wait, that doesn't make sense. No, 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 no. Taylor 8th. Michael A. Taylor should stay at 8th. Then Mondesi ninth. How about that? You think that would work? I think that could work. I'm seeing some people say, like, have him bat ninth because, you know, he's one of the worst hitters in the lineup to start the season. But, like, no, I disagree with that. Don't we want him to get at bats? Come on. If you're if you're mad about Nicky Lopez not getting at bats, then you know don't don't say move Witt Junior to ninth so we can take at bats away from him. Don't you want the kids to play? I thought this is what you wanted. You want you wanted the kid to play. He's gonna play. We need to play him. It's it's also kind of why I really like having him at second because you know gives him more opportunities. So I don't I don't agree with moving him that far down. Maybe fifth. I'll take fifth. The lineup I said, yeah. Merrifield, Mer- Mer- Lopez, Benintendi, Salvi, Witt Jr., Santana, Dozier, M.A.T., Mondesi. Because Mondesi can bat ninth. Mon- I I'm not too concerned about taking maybe a couple more at-bats away from Mondesi. Because, you know, he does kind of hit like a like a bottom of the order guy. But I think that can work. I'll take, will accept that one, but not ninth, not ninth for Witt Jr. Um, but be- back to Ben and though. Ben and had a three hit game and a two walk game. You, he had a, Ben and had a phenomenal game. He had a flawless game. He had a perfect game. And as far as I'm concerned, he had a perfect series. Ben and has had a, like, I think this is going a, a little under the radar. Andrew Benintendi's had an amazing series. It's like it's like it's 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 sad that 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 someone on the other team had to hit seven hundred because we're not talking about the fact that Benintendi has been on fire this series. He had a, he hit five thirty eight this series with a home run and a and a few walks and some good plays. He's done it all. Andrew Benintendi is having a, a good year so far. I know it's four games. Okay, I know it's four games, but. If this is what, uh, I mean, this is what we wanted from Benintendi. This is what we were hoping we could get from Benintendi. I'm really liking it. Really, really liking it. I was, you know, really hoping or even expecting Benintendi to have a much better year than last year, which wasn't even a bad year. And we might be getting it. Benintendi could be really, really good this year. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Salvi got a couple hits. He uh, woke his bat up a little bit. He had a nice double and a second hit as well. So that's good. Good for him. I mentioned He got a hit. That's cool. Whit Merrifield got a couple of hits. His bat also woke up a little bit. Got two hit wit today. Um, it's sad that um, Pepsi. Being such a large co- corporation has to uh, pretend that they're losing money. So they changed the two hit wit promo and now it's some useless pick off promo. That's never going to be beneficial to anyone. So, um, cause last year I would uh, play the Pepsi man theme song every time wit got two hits. I would do that on the podcast as well. Unfortunately, you know, you know, Pepsi, Pepsi being a small company, you know, they can't afford, you know, to spend so much money on charity. I, we can't do that this year, unfortunately. Pepsi Man, Pepsi Man is dead. Can't believe it. And uh, Nicky Lopez got a hit. Nicky Lopez got a hit. He got an RBI and he scored his own run, which sounds like he would hit a home run, but that's not what happened. He was he he was scored by a different hit. So that's cool. Um, so offense today, like you know, we've been a little. Um, Starved on offense, but I kind of just blame that on a really good pitching staff from the Guardians. Today, we got the weaker guys. We got a struggling Savali. Emmanuel Classe wasn't, you know, he hasn't been good so far this year. He's been pretty poor so far, because he was the losing pitcher in uh Saturday's game. So, that's unfortunate, buddy. But yeah, we got seven runs today, so in a way, it's like, you know, this this loss sucked. You know, it, it definitely sucked. However, not too mad about it because some, some good things happened. It wasn't a complete disaster like it was yesterday. Um, and I guess I, it, the blow is softened a little bit by the fact that we won the first two games. Now, I know the first two games, you know, they weren't exactly like clean, dominant, like – oh, wow, this team looks really good kind of games, but they were still wins, so I'm going to accept them. I'm going to be happy with them. And I'm not going to take this loss today or even this series tie as like a, I'm not going to dread it. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be a doomer about it right now. You know, obviously I'm not saying everything's going to be okay. Lots of things need to work on. Actually, one thing that's um, worth mentioning is uh, Jackson Kowar has been optioned to AAA. That was the big roster move today. I don't know if um, uh, Joel Piamps is on the roster. I don't know if that was like – like he was on a parental leave for a couple of days. So I don't know if you know that meant that someone else was on the roster in place of him and now Piamps is coming back and just replacing Kowar. That's probably what it is actually. Um, yeah, Kowar is in AAA now. I mean, it, it needed to happen. What else do you, what else you want to say? Jackson Kowar hasn't been good at the major league level. Why? I don't know. It. it I mean, it, like, there's literally no answer for it. And I'm looking around, like, I don't have an answer for it. And I look around at people who, you know, know more than this, more than me about this. And they're like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know, people are just like, yeah, this, like this, this, this doesn't happen. And it probably has never happened, but it's happening to Jackson Kowar. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get that figured out. Hopefully we can get that fixed. Um, and even when that does happen, still got other things to fix, but I guess we'll get to them. We'll get to them when we get to them, but until then, we've got some more games coming up. We are playing all the way until next Monday. When that is going to be our next off day tomorrow, we go across the state to St. Louis for a two game series. Gonna be, uh, gonna be, you know what? In a way, I'm looking forward to seeing the Cardinals because we brought back Zach Granke. They brought back Albert Pujols and they're having their cute little retirement tour with him and Molina and Wainwright. And I believe. Not tomorrow's matchup, but Wednesday's matchup is going to be Wainwright versus Greinke, which is really cool. I think that's going to be really fun to see. Um, tomorrow, Baseball Reference does not have our, our starter listed tomorrow. That's okay. It's 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 Daniel Lynch. Daniel Lynch is starting tomorrow. He is the fifth starter in this rotation. Um. Cardinals are going to send out Jordan Hicks, a pretty young pitcher who uh, is actually going to make his first major league start. He's been throwing out of the bullpen so far in his career. But it looks like they are going to use him as a starter. I think? Maybe? Actually seems really interesting. He hasn't even really started much in, in the minor leagues either. Maybe this is going to be an opener situation? Not entirely sure. Um... But that is what those, that is what it said on baseball reference. They say he's starting tomorrow. Okay. Interesting. Um, if it's going to be like a weird bullpen day for the Cardinals, hopefully we can capitalize on and, uh, you know, wake this offense up a little, up a little bit more, you know, the, the offense started waking up today. Maybe we can carry that in tomorrow. I'd be, uh, happy with that. And then Wednesday, like I said, we got that cool veteran game with Wayne, Wright And Greinke, that's that, that's going to be like a must watch TV. Honestly, I'm really excited to see that. So that's going to do it. I'll hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. See you then on Wednesday for those games because I, I will watch them and I'll talk about them here. So hope you're having a good one. Hope you have a nice rest of your day. I would love to hear from you at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter or email me at Royal Deluxe Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening to the Royal Deluxe Pod. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for, for making this a part of your day, and I hope you're having a good one. I'm Lux. Go Royals.